0: A lot of people in the media are still trying to figure out why Kamala Harris had such a pained expression on her face for most of the debate against Mike Pence last night. There are pictures of her posted everywhere, and at various times she looked very angry, or she was scowling or smirking, and some of her expressions you can't even come up with a name for. People on the left Think she was just showing her righteous anger at having to share the stage with a racist capitalist. It must have been extremely hard for her. The little assassin, George Stephanopoulos of ABC News, said it was because Mike Pence was mansplaining. Right, George, that was it. Women hate it when men try to explain things. It's so sexist. And you, George, are so lame. The fact that evil little George had to go there to try to salvage something for Kamala Harris on a night that Mike Pence destroyed her says everything. Mansplaining. What a moron. It was so lame that even Martha Raddatz said it was lame. You know you've really crossed the line when far-left people like her think you've said something really stupid. Watch out, Martha. He'll get you. That's what he does. So... I think maybe she had this really bad wedgie and there was no way to get rid of it on national television, so she just had to live with it. Or maybe she was just really pissed off that Joe Biden told her that she had to be nice during the debate. Even Democrat Donna Brazile made a remark on Fox News that you aren't going to marry her, so back off, or something like that. What she seemed to be saying was that Yes, Kamala Harris is mean and likes to be nasty, but you don't have to live with her, so lighten up. After all, she could be your nasty new president. But so what? This is who she is. Did you watch any of the Kavanaugh hearings? Go on YouTube and watch the videos of her questioning him. She wasn't putting on an act for the cameras. She was showing everyone who she really is. And if you don't like it, you must hate strong women... Or you're racist. Take your pick. And if you did live with her, you'd spend a long time walking on eggshells praying that you didn't offend her. Donna Brazil knows it, too. And her advice is, you don't have to live with her, but vote for her. No thanks, Donna. I don't want to do either of those things, but thanks for being honest. The only thing that a lot of members of the media really wanted to talk about last night was the fly that landed on Mike Pence and how mean he was because he talked too much. Before the debate, everyone said Pence would have his hands full trying to debate an experienced prosecutor, someone who debated in court as part of her job. She knew how to do it. She was a pro, and as a rank amateur, Mike Pence was about to be annihilated by Wonder Woman Kamala Harris. Mike Pence couldn't possibly keep up with her. The best he could hope for— was somehow to make it a draw. But Mike Pence beat her, in both style and substance. He answered the questions that he wanted to answer, and he used his time to expose her lies, and there were so many of them. He beat her in every way possible, and he left no doubt as to who won. In the end, the media and the left called it a draw, not as a compliment to Mike Pence, but as a lifeline to Kamala Harris. It was weak, but it was the best spin that they could put on a terrible night. The other thing they desperately tried to fall back on was that vice presidential debates don't matter. No one pays any attention to them anyhow. The only reason anyone watches is because they have nothing else to do. Well, maybe it used to be that way, but people watched last night because they know Joe Biden, and the betting odds are that he won't finish out his term. And if that's true, Kamala Harris is going to be your president, folks. You watched because you wanted to learn what it would be like to have Kamala Harris leading the free world. And what you saw last night wasn't pretty. What you saw last night was a woman who looked like she wanted to jump over the plexiglass barriers and put her hands around Mike Pence's throat and strangle him. But she couldn't because Joe Biden told her to be nice. We're ahead, Kamala. All you have to do is sit there and smile and be nice. If you can just do that, we can win this thing, and then you can be president. But Kamala couldn't pull it off. She just couldn't do it. She could have been up for an Academy Award if she just made her smile look real. But instead, all she could manage was that I've got a really bad wedgy face. Now, This doesn't mean that Mike Pence saved the day for his team, and that a Trump-Pence victory is a done deal. But it should help stop the bleeding for a while, at least. President Trump has already made a huge mistake this morning by saying he won't participate in the debate next week with Joe Biden because it's going to be a virtual debate. He could have at least given it a day before stepping on the results of last night. Now, instead of having everyone talk about how great Mike Pence did, they're talking about Trump and his refusal to debate. The man is a great president, and also his own worst enemy. I've never seen anyone who can turn victory into defeat as often as he can. Mike Pence did a great job last night, and now no one's talking about it. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were saved not by members of the media, but by the president. The press tried desperately last night to say anything to salvage something from a horrible night for Democrats, but they couldn't do it. Instead, President Trump rides to the rescue of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris by changing the subject too soon. I hope Kamala sends him a nice thank you note. Mike Pence did a great job last night of exposing Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. They've been hiding from the issues for a long time. And last night, he did a good job exposing them. He had to. From the beginning, moderator Susan Page was all in for helping Kamala. But despite her best efforts, Harris imploded. Susan Page wasn't going to ask about packing the Supreme Court. How could she justify not asking such an important question is beyond belief. But she wasn't going to ask about it. Mike Pence did, and Kamala ducked and dived and bobbed and weaved and then just refused to answer. We already know the answer. She would support packing the court because she had admitted it before the debate. But last night, she wouldn't answer the question. It's a question that in normal times would be critical because it goes to fundamentally changing the way we've always governed America. It clearly shows how little regard Biden and Harris and the rest of the Democrats hold for the Constitution. It should disqualify them from ever holding office, but it won't because the media will ignore it or downplay it. It's unbelievable that so many Americans have become so ignorant of the three branches of government and the role that each branch should play. It's unbelievable that so many Americans don't understand that the reason the left wants to pack the court is because their ideas for America's future are so bad, so frightening, that they could never legislate them. So instead, they want to install a corrupt Supreme Court to enact programs that will enslave us all to an authoritarian socialist state. This isn't a reality show, America. This is real, and they do want to take away your freedom and you better start taking it seriously. When Joe Biden and Kamala Harris refuse to tell people that they'll pack the Supreme Court, it should immediately put up a big red flag for everyone to see. Their poll numbers should plummet to next to nothing, but they don't. And the only explanation is either ignorance or stupidity or both. And I loved another answer Kamala Harris gave last night. I don't remember the entire quote, but she was trying to explain the philosophy of the Biden Harris foreign policy. She said that Joe makes it all so simple. Foreign policy is about getting people to like you. Foreign policy is about getting people to like you? That sounds a lot like Joe Biden's philosophy on how to get elected get people to like you. Forget about a plan to make the economy better or keep us safe or educate our children. It all boils down. To getting people to like you. We can now throw away all of the books that have ever been written about foreign policy over the years, because Kamala Harris says it's all about being liked. If only Machiavelli had known this, or Talleyrand, or Thucydides, who wasted all that time writing about the Peloponnesian War. Joe Biden sums up foreign policy in one simple sentence. It's so brilliant. Just make the other guy like you. And how do you know if the other guy likes you? He gives your son a big contract worth millions of dollars for doing nothing. And how do you get foreign leaders to like you? You make concessions, fool. Give them what they want. Don't ask for anything in return. Just give them anything so they say nice things about you. I'm sure that a lot of world leaders, both friends and enemies, are praying for Joe Biden to be elected. Remember in the movie Patton when he asked the chaplain to write a prayer asking God for good weather so he could attack the Germans and kill them? Well, world leaders are saying prayers to their gods now, because electing Joe Biden will be the answer to their prayers. America will once again have a weak and feckless foreign policy that destabilizes the world. The Palestinians can continue to embrace terrorism. Iran will get their nukes, and they can wipe out Israel if they want. NATO will no longer be asked to defend themselves, so they won't. Russia will seize the opportunity to take more territory because Joe Biden will let them. And most importantly, China will be free to continue their march to control the South China Sea, increase their presence in Africa, and eventually attack Taiwan. And Joe Biden will let it happen because he wants to be liked. And our borders will be open to everyone because that just means more people coming here who'll like Joe Biden too. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are leading in the polls. And their lead seems to be getting bigger. Is this a joke? And am I the only person who doesn't get it? Am I missing something really important? Is socialism the way? Kamala Harris clearly supports the Green New Deal. And a lot of Americans do, too. Americans who haven't read it, of course. It's a path to socialism disguised as a way to save the planet from a mostly imaginary future. It is totalitarian government run by morons who claim that we're all going to die if we don't surrender to their lunacy. If they get their way— Nobody will be able to afford electricity or cars or travel by planes. We'll be lining up to take buses everywhere, if they run, or trains, or bicycles. And our houses will be cold in the winter because we won't be able to afford heat. And there'll be electrical shutdowns almost daily, like in California and Germany. But we can pat ourselves on the back because we'll be morally superior. And that's the most important thing in the world to liberals. You know who won't be morally superior? The Chinese and the Russians and the Iranians and a lot of other people who are praying for a Joe Biden win. They'll all be waiting, waiting for the eventual collapse of America so they can take over. And the left will like that because America is so bad and deserves to be defeated. If you vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris— this might be our future. This is what they're willing to accept so they can have power. President Trump surely has his faults. And they can be very annoying, too. But like Donna Brazil says, you don't have to live with him. If what you heard from Kamala Harris last night, and what you didn't hear because she evaded answering so many questions, doesn't scare the hell out of you, then I don't know what will. I can't help you if you're afraid of Donald Trump's words and tone, instead of looking at his great results. I can't help you if you don't understand the fundamentals of the American system of government, and how the left wants to change it and take away your freedom. And I can't help you if you don't appreciate your freedom enough to learn these things. I can only tell you that once your freedom has been taken away from you, then you will understand. The left proves every day how incompetent they are when they're in charge, and yet we're about to let them take control of everything. The pained expressions you saw last night, the scowls, the smirks, and the condescension, get used to it. If they get the control they want, you'll see that a lot, and you won't be able to do a thing about it. Every time you ask a question or disagree with them, you'll see the scowls and the smirks, because they will have the power. But if that's all you get, be happy, because a scowl or a smirk can only hurt your feelings. When socialists put their policies into effect, they usually wind up doing a lot more than smirking or scowling because people hate their policies. And the only way to make them accept these bad policies is to threaten them, and sometimes put them into prison. The hardest thing Kamala Harris had to do last night was to try to come across as a nice person. She looked like she hated having to hide who she really is. What so many people on the left are, authoritarians who will only be happy when they're in complete control. She didn't do a very good job at hiding her true identity, and we've all been warned. She's giving us a fair chance to reject her radical ideas, and if we don't, well, we'll have no one to blame but ourselves for what happens in the future.